know we saved you a seat at the table. I'm here with my loving husband, Dakota, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Amia. And this is Bring It to the Table, the podcast. On this episode, we will be talking about our time being engaged, our wedding planning experience, the wedding day, and also life after being married. But before we get into all of that, let's talk about what's on the table today. Alright, so the first thing on the table today is Texas opening back up. Now, what is, what is your thoughts on Texas opening back up? My thoughts? I think that it's like the dumbest thing. <laughs> The dumbest thing that they could do at the moment due to their, like, their daily ca- cases are, like, still up. And it just don't make no sense. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they just they just got through with the whole incident with the weather and the snowstorm. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like, you know, the governor, he trying to, like, get the attention off of what happened during the snowstorm. You know, like, the Republican states, they trying to rally their base but like get the attention off that's still bad attention like it is but that's good attention for they people like they followers like the snowstorm thing was bad for everybody but i feel like like they republican voters they like freedom like they like rally behind like they don't want to wear a mask they don't want to six feet social distance they don't want to stay in the house or whatever they got to do. They don't want to follow no guidelines. They just want to be wild, loose. <laughs> and they just want to go crazy. <laughs> so they just want to go crazy. <laughs> the, 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 the bad thing about it, though, is, like, even though, like, the, they might show, like, numbers going down, it's going down because the preventative measures, like, people wearing their masks, mm-hmm. social distancing, whatever different things, uh, the, the how they prepare preparing is different and it's just gonna spike back up and yeah. but it's not gonna matter though because he's not gonna go back they just i feel like at this point they just like whoever gonna die just gonna die we don't care uh <laughs> no for real they're like uh if they not they not getting the people there is not really getting you know they vaccines and stuff like that they like i think they was listed as fourth uh, as far as like distribution, people taking vaccines, it was mm-hmm. like the four, like last, like out of the fifty states, it was like forty six. So I don't get why. Like, why what's you, the logic yeah, behind? Like, that? I don't understand. Like, why you just? Why can't we just get control of this first, and then we can worry about the stuff after? Yeah, like, we never got control over it from the beginning. We didn't. Like, it would never was a lockdown for real. That was fake lockdown. But it was better than like what it is now, as yeah. far as keeping it contained. Yeah, we was well. I feel like if we would have just stayed in there and that like semi lockdown containment for a little bit longer, that we, we would have a better outcome right now. We needed to be locked down, but the government needed to pay people to stay at home otherwise people not gonna stay home like people still gotta make money you know pay their bills like it was no type of assistance to people to necessarily follow 
the guidelines. So if you not gonna help people follow them, they just gonna right. do whatever they Cause want. Because people do. still gotta go to work. People right. still gotta kids still gotta go to school. Right. So I just I feel like we we messed up so bad <laughs> at the beginning that it's like no way to kind of. There's no way come coming back. back. Yeah. Like it's just like forget it. Now the reason they pushing, I guess we go into the next thing that's on the table. Is the, uh, the, the COVID vaccine, vaccine right. yeah. So they're going to push the vaccines hard because... Well, not COVID vaccine. What did what did they say was going to be called? Something new now? Uh, SARS or something? No. So SARS is the actual like infection. Like SARS COVID-2. That's mm-hmm. the name of it or whatever. Because we already had a SARS-1. People remember back in the early 2000s. And it was a whole nother thing where China was kind of trying to hide that one too <laughs> and not <laughs> really put it to the forefront. Um, but that was another What's... virus. Sorry. So they are, that's why uh, they already had some information on that first SARS that helped them with the second SARS. The second uh, strand of SARS. Right, as far as like developing a vaccine. Um, well, the ni- the nineteenth strand of, so of they, SARS. They didn't really. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how they came up with the nineteen, but they, a lot of people thought that it was like it was eighteen before, but it's not. That's just, oh okay. That's, they just named it that. Right. Okay, yeah. they need to be more clear. And that's that's the thing with a lot of stuff going on. People don't. Yeah, we know, don't really know, and right. people just kind of just fill in. The yeah. yeah, and then that's when you get all the other information that's false, like the misinformation, because people hear stuff and they just draw their own conclusion and don't necessarily know the real info. Okay, the real question is, do you do you plan on getting the vaccine? I plan on getting the <laughs> vaccine. And and I'm definitely with a person like, you know, I ain't messing with no vaccine, blah blah blah, like all that. Uh but the more, you know, research I've done about it and just been doing my due diligence, I feel like it's safe uh to take. Um, I don't think it's going to be uh, any, you know, major issues for taking a vaccine. Uh, we, uh, we'll be fine. I, if I had any worries, it would be the taking a vaccine later on. Like, this first vaccine, I feel like it's going to be beneficial because they, they got to get everybody back in, in the world. Like, the world got to run. Yeah. Like, they want people to healthy. If, if more people are sick and shutting down stuff, if the economy gonna be bad, they want people work like they not trying. They don't want you dead because if you dead, you can't help the economy run. Like that's. So what do you think about people that say, like, because a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to get the vaccine yet. I want to see like, oh, I want to yeah. see how it how <laughs> other people respond to it right. first before I get it. So you saying just the opposite, like that. You think that it's better for you to get it early because possibly later on it could just be like whatever. And I'm when I say later on, I'm talking about like after the first initial wave. Going to like this year is the first initial wave. I'm talking about like if you waiting all the way another year or two or whatever mm-hmm. to get it, it might be it might be questionable. But this the first wave. Um, I think. Uh, like we already, most people, a lot of people already got it. Like we already got millions of people. I don't know the total numbers. I ain't gonna say it, but it's definitely like double digit millions of people already got vaccines. Plus, the, they've been doing the trials since back in March. Yeah. Last year, it's already been a year. Of like studies. Pretty much of the right. vaccine. 
But do you think that people should just go ahead and get it now? I, so I ain't saying like everybody. So everybody don't need to get it. <laughs> like everybody really don't need to get it. Uh, you know, you, you gotta, you know, do your research on your own body. Like you need to talk to your doctors. Like whatever allergies yeah. and stuff you got. Like you gotta do your due diligence. You can't just just go take the vaccine and not know like what right. side effects can, it can cause you. Because right. everybody's side effects not gonna be the same. Right. You, it might be something that you yeah. have that can affect the you know whatever it is. But you know most long term effects they show that only will come up two months after the vaccine that you any vaccine you take it all the studies show that it take two months if you're going to have any adverse effects and adverse effects are just like the serious stuff like everybody gonna have different side effects like you might have a headache sore arm like sore muscles that's regular like any vaccine Mm -hmm. so like people like saying they're like oh my stuff blah 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 like they trying to do something like that's any vaccine you're gonna get you don't feel that now you like when i saw back in i forgot what grade i was in but i remember me and my friend dama was cracking up it wasn't funny oh, but it was head. funny. the lady when they were saying the lady that took the flu vaccine and she was like walking backwards but it came out that like that story wasn't true right it was fake yeah <laughs> but that's the type of stuff that would like a lot of people don't know that's fake like they still like man that's real mm-hmm. like nobody ever researched and found out if that was fake or not so that's that's gonna live on. At the time, I was like, "Oh, I'm not right. getting," and right. I haven't got the flu vaccine right. since I seen it. Actually, me too. <laughs> and I just ever since I started learning a little more stuff, like I even learned like the flu vaccine only like fifty percent effective. So that's why, like, sometimes people do still end up getting the flu and uh, might have it kind of hard because you only got it's like a fifty percent chance of working. Right? Yeah. So like. That might be that's something that I, maybe I I choose like not to get like I'll, like well I'll just take the chances on on the flu just vaccine. getting the flu that's like, yeah. cool um, but maybe later on in my age I will, that'd be something I might think about yeah and that's yeah. what I was thinking too that's the only reason why I'm kind of hesitant about getting the vaccine for one I think people should really research if they have like antibodies already or if they already had it before and didn't show any symptoms because i feel like a lot of us just don't know mm-hmm. i mean of course it's people that have like gotten COVID, and <clears throat> it's definitely a real thing because people are thinking like if you haven't had an experience in your family or you haven't seen it up close or know people that's died from it you're just not taking it serious yeah. um but I definitely think we should do more research on yourself because I'm I feel like before I get the vaccine, I need to know like if I have any antibodies already because I'm pretty young and healthy. I've never had no health issues, never had no surgeries, nothing like that. I have taken a couple of vaccines in the past though. But I just don't know if it's necessary for me to get it in my age with me still taking precautions of wearing a mask and protecting other people just because that's the right thing to do right. as a human. Right. <laughs> but I just don't know if it's something that I would, would do now. But talking to you and you like, yeah, you might not want to wait until <laughs> next year to get it. I don't know. I may change my mind. 
My main premise, like, of course, like, we both eat, like, real healthy and stuff. Like, right now, it's just, like, we gonna need the vaccine to create the herd immunity. So, we gonna need at least 70%, that's what they're saying, for... People to, to get kinda, vaccine. Yeah, to yeah. kind of eradicate or... Vaccinated. I'm talking about people to get vaccine. <laughs> to, you know, slow it down. Um, because they... I've uh, seen, too, or, and read, like, some of the people who had COVID, like, they still kept getting it again. Yeah. And they, they don't know how long the antibodies lasting in people. So, like, some people who had it... Oh, Okay. Are testing they antibodies are not there anymore like six seven months after they had yeah I, and that's like the early study so i don't put nobody name out there but a couple people at my job have uh gotten covid and uh this one person in particular that i'm thinking about still coughs like it's mm. still like a thing yeah. and it's it's kind of sad a little bit like obviously this person is fairly young and they beat it and they were fine but like you still got that (laughs) like for no reason and that's simply because like you caught covid and like that's something that you're gonna be living with a little small cough it's not really like no like cold type of cough but it's just like you really got respiratory a long-term respiratory um symptom and i guess that's even more reason to get the vaccine because it's you never know yeah they uh they that's what they're doing a lot of study on now that's what they call that that's called long covid yeah so now you got long covid which is you having symptoms long after you already not testing positive for it no more um i guess they call it the like so the, the vaccine supposed to prevent comorbidities which is like long-term effects from COVID and death. That's the main premise. It's not, it's not to stop you from getting actually getting COVID. It's to stop mm-hmm. people from dying and being hospitalized. And then they still, they they just don't have the fed enough evidence yet to say that it can prevent you from catching it or um, about getting sick yet. They don't want to put that out there because if they say that, then they got to, make sure it's proof behind yeah especially with the different strands that's coming out right like because they gonna need to keep making more vaccines for the strands that's coming out so if they just say this is gonna prevent you from dying right <laughs> versus this is gonna prevent you from getting covid19 or long-term covid or right and and uh like as far as like the hospitalized and dying like the vaccine is proven against then you catch COVID-19, which is the actual disease. So, like, you can be infected with SARS-CoV-2, but COVID-19 is actual disease. That's what they don't want you to get. So the vaccine worked 100% the latest info I've seen against you getting actual disease. Okay. you still can get. Which you actually develop in COVID. Right. That's why you still, after you get the vaccine, got to wear a mask. Still got to take the precautions because you can still possibly spread it. If you if you get infected, you might be okay, but the person who's not vaccinated might not be okay. So yeah. that's it's it's real complicated. There's a lot of information out there. I'll be trying to read and just understand because there's just so much going on. 
Yeah, but make your own decisions, though. At the end of the day, make your own decision and then make an educated decision about what you want to do. Educated decision. Yeah, educated. (laughs) Edumacation. Get your edumacation. (laughs) All right, so we, COVID, we're going to be talking about that forever. Uh, (laughs) No, we not. We're going to get past this. Man. We are. These people are not acting right. Nobody cares. Nobody care about COVID, so I know it's gonna be around forever for real. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nobody care, so we just. But we can still get, get back vaccine. to normal, right? Like, we we gonna get back to normal, but people yeah. still don't, not gonna care. They already don't care. But uh, what else we got on the table today? Uh, other thing we got on the table is a movie that came out. Uh, I don't know if uh, anybody's seen it, but I thoroughly enjoyed it, and that's the United States versus Billy Holiday uh, movie. If you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend you checking it out. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, it was it, sad it, it and emotional kinda, a little bit. It's a spoiler alert if you listen and you haven't seen it, so we're going to yeah. talk about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, go, you go ahead with your thoughts. What's your thoughts? My thoughts on the movie. <sighs> At first, I, I didn't think it was going to get as like deep as it did as far as like into her like life i thought it was really just gonna be about like more of just her performing the song the what's it called um uh strange fruit. strange fruit yeah. yeah i thought it was gonna be more so geared to like just her performance in that song because that's like what made her a case against the case so, but they really went into a lot of mental health, like um, her upbringing with her mom, being a, a prostitute, like basically. Yeah, and the trauma that she had. And I feel like all artists got, like, all really good artists have, like, that deep trauma. Like, can you only make good songs if you got that trauma? Like, because <laughs> yeah, like, it, it be coming from the heart a lot yeah. of times. So, yeah. Yeah, like, I agree. I, um, I like all that. Like, it, it definitely told a story, like, same stuff that's, you know, kind of happening today. Like, especially her having that drug problem with heroin. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, like, I don't she need to be in help. jail. Yeah, I need help. Yeah. And, like, that's... Like, a lot of people got drug problems, don't need to go to jail. They need, like, rehab and, like, be treated as, mm-hmm. like, somebody who's sick. Otherwise, like, they just feel like they just being tortured, being in jail. Like, they don't come right back. Like, if you never treat it for your addiction, like, you just going to go right go back right to back it. Go right back to it, it yeah. And, and she did. She did. She did. Go right back to so. it. And that's why they kept trying to uh, lock her up for the drugs, but it was really... Um, or singing that song, and the song would just like expose the uh, how what the reality of lynching was to people mm-hmm. who never really seen it, or it, she would describe in it detail like a lynching. And the United States, uh, what was it? Was it FBI or it was, was it the FBI? it was the New York Police Department? Yeah, but I'm sure the FBI and stuff. Yeah, was, was involved, involved in right. stuff too. I just I really didn't like how they um just used her drug addiction addiction to take her down with right. the people that was around her. Right. It was like 
And then that's another thing too. You gotta be careful who you around. around. She was trusting a lot of people, and they didn't have her best interests. Um, as far as you know, her getting better, they like yeah. So they want me to plant these drugs on you. And a couple people did that. And even we didn't talk about the um, was he a cop? Yeah. The the main like. The second main character in the movie was the cop that... The black uh, cop. That's the black cop. Yeah, the black cop that really kind of weaseled his way into her performance life, backstage lifestyle, to eventually catch her with these drugs. But then in the movie, he realizes, like, this person, you know, is really dealing with something. And I thought I was making a difference because... He was talking about how heroin and crack and stuff was getting pushed into the black community. And I don't see, actually now I don't really see how that really tied in just her. He really just put that like, you doing this to the black community, so I'm going to take you down. But it's definitely, like as we know in history, was the people that he working for. Right. You got to bring in the drugs. They always going to put somebody next to you that you can trust. Bring yeah. down like regular folk not trusting just. Somebody that don't really look like them, or like anytime these incidents with like black empowerment move it moves, like they not letting a white man come and tell them like trying to get in close. Like it's always like get a black dude to befriend them or a black woman, like somebody they can get in a circle mm-hmm. uh, to get next to them. So I mean, you gotta you know watch watch your circle. <laughs> Uh, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, it's really nothing you can necessarily do but trust yourself. Like, if you not, if you can't trust yourself, then you gonna, you know, fall for a lot of okie doke mm-hmm. a lot of times. Like, she was had trauma and dealing with stuff. Like, she was letting people in based off her her traumatic experiences, like mm-hmm. how she was having sex and relationships. Like, she wanted them to like oh dog her God. out and like treat yeah. her rough because that's what she. Used to like she ain't knowing how to be treated for real, love for real, and like the her and the police do end up getting a relationship, mm-hmm. and that's what kind of helped him turn things around because he started falling in love with her, and he and they show like how to actually like love each other, but that's that's what I'm saying like when people have all these issues, like a lot of stuff stem from that person's. <laughs> you know trauma like yeah everything stems from that trauma like if you never deal with stuff that happened to you then every a lot of stuff in your life gonna affect that yeah and how you move and the decisions you make right yeah so yeah i would just encourage everybody that's listening yeah think about something think things that happen to you traumatic in your childhood in your life and kind of just analyze it and figure out like okay how can I accept this or what decisions am I making in my life that was affected by mm-hmm. that I was affected by like by this situation and maybe like this is why I do this because of this happened to me. I would like take the time to reflect on that. I do that all the time. And I realize like dang, like this is why I do this mm-hmm. because when I was younger this happened. So yeah. Real. All right. Well, that's enough for what the stuff that's on the table. <laughs> we got the we about to flip the table and get everything <laughs> off. <laughs> and 
could get into the show uh, and our topic today. Being engaged. How long is too long and how soon is too soon? Um, I don't really think it's like a time limit, really. I, I feel like women got to, like, they be like, man, I ain't trying to be engaged. No 10 years. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, it's more like a woman thing to me. Um, like, and like, I was just trying, when, I, when we was engaged, it was like, you know, when I'm when I'm ready, like it wasn't like a time limit. It was just like when I had the stuff ready, like the money you to pay for this for the wedding, pay for that, yeah, the, all that ring and this and that. And you can tell like too soon. Uh, I feel like if you just got to get to know somebody before you talking about getting engaged. So if you feel like you can get to know them in a week. Then you get engaged in a week. If not, don't just get engaged because of that. Like, you feel it. You've got that feeling of love. Like, you think you're in love type of thing. Like, I don't know what you call it. Like, lust. Lust, but not like uh, when people be like the honeymoon phase, whatever that's called. Like, you just, Um, you're not not logically thinking about stuff. You just. Puppy love, puppy stage, or whatever. Just that emotion. Yeah. So everything is more than just like emotion when you do like marriage and engagement and all that stuff. Yeah, but what about okay, so we talking about the woman. So we talked about this in the previous episode, like women kinda like pressuring a little bit the man to get engaged, to get married. But what about like the people or the guys that's just like, Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get engaged but then they never plan to get married. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, we engaged. And then it's been <laughs> the, 10 years and we still <laughs> engaged. Like <laughs> The woman got to make the decision. Like, she going to sit around and, like, this, if this is this the thing. Like, you know if the man planning on going to marry you. Like, don't be playing, like, oh, he said this, he said that. Like, you know somebody's intention. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know somebody's intentions, and if somebody not intending on marry you, then you got to get up out of it if that's what you want. Now, if you don't want to be married, then then you deal with it. But I'm going to let you know. Like, you're going to know my intentions with you. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah, we're going to get married. Like, wait till I get X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm giving out a plan. I'm setting, like, the goals or what I'm going to do. I ain't just saying, like, oh, blah, 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 like, making up stuff. Like, I, I ain't, like give you no false pretenses or whatever. Yeah. Just I'm telling you what it's going to be and then we're going to work out the plan. Not, oh, well, uh, 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 like you ain't got no answer. If you don't yeah. got no answer, then something going on. Yeah. But what about the women that's like, okay, when I say like how soon is too soon, like women like the day after they get engaged, they like planning the whole wedding. <laughs> like, <laughs> Sometimes they just, you know, eager. Because I didn't do that. Yeah. I didn't I, do that. A lot of times though, like, uh, especially like in America it's like you know women grow up like that's the dream situation like they feel they see that as like I'm gonna get married we're gonna get the house and the fence and the dog and like yeah then the dreams get crushed yeah <laughs> that's what's portrayed to you so you think that that's what you're supposed to that's the process of everything like that's how it's supposed to go 
Yeah. You got to set. Sometimes people don't have realistic expectations of things sometimes. Or they just got to know that life is not going right. to go as it's planned. Yeah. But I was just, I just think it's interesting when, like, women get engaged and then you hear them, like, the next day, like, yeah, I got to find a venue, a wedding dress. Like, hold on. Take the time. <laughs> and you may have the money and, like, the finances to have a wedding tomorrow, but, like, you need to enjoy that stage. Yeah. and Don't skip no steps. Yeah, don't skip no steps. Just enjoy, you know, being somebody's fiancé, which brings me into my next Thing I want to talk about when we got engaged it was so hard for me to switch from calling you my fiance from my boyfriend yeah. because <laughs> and you would think I was like oh like as much as I wanted to be engaged and stuff you would think it would just flip like that I was still calling you my boyfriend like three a month three weeks to a month in like yeah. hey oh wait that's my fiance <laughs> you remember my uh, mom was Used to always introduce you. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I was Dakota fiance. Right. When? How Whatever many? Already. Three years into the relationship, right. <laughs> I was already your fiance and daughter-in-law. Like, Y'all gonna be married, so <laughs> that's it. Like you already gonna be married. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I think that kind of probably fed into me like wanting it to happen faster too because you know your dad be like daughter-in-law and mm. your mom like yeah this. This is my son's fiance, and I'm like, oh, are you? Yeah, you know, my daddy always gonna. You was already married to me anyway, so. Yeah, true. So we was engaged uh, for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Engaged 2017. Uh, got married. 2019, uh, July 2019. Um, but we didn't really start like planning our wedding uh, until actually like beginning. Beginning of 2019. Like we were saving money, yeah. like all of 2018 and everything, and like just put money up, and we started like a, did we start our joint account? Yeah. Joint, yeah. Yep. We started our joint account 2018, just saving money, but we didn't start actually like planning everything and the venue and everything until to, er, like January 2019, yeah. maybe the end of 2018. Mm-hmm. We had an idea of like places we wanted to go with as far as like where we wanted to have a wedding at, but we um, didn't start making like deposits and stuff until right. like the beginning of the year 2019. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, uh, the first thing that we did, which I think is probably the, the most important as yeah. far as like just having to secure the venues uh so like your wedding and reception or if you're having it at the same place yeah first the first thing we did actually was to figure out the budget yeah it was like we are only spending this amount on the wedding right. because a lot of people don't start off with that mindset right and they just go and then you end up in the hole right and now y'all arguing on your wedding day because this this got to get paid. That got to get paid. Bugs. I have seen people like go into their four hundred one k's for a wedding. Yeah. Like no. I was like <laughs> you already know I was not on that. I'm trying to put keep money in my pocket. I'm yeah. gonna save. I'm a saver. Try to save and stack money. And I'm like, 
I'd be real hesitant. Like, me will be at enforcement sometimes for <laughs> spending money on stuff. Like, like I'm, I, I spend money, but it's like, I'll be trying to find whatever the reason the, not to. Yeah, or not reason not to, but like a reasonable option. Like, I ain't going with the first thing. Like, well, let's let's check five different other places first yeah. while I spend this money. Like, I need to get the best deal, like or the best quality, whatever it is. I ain't just gonna just drop the check right then and there. Yeah. So the first thing I would say is just if you planning a wedding to make your experience better is to figure out the budget and agree on a budget together right. with your That's um true. with your partner because yeah, I didn't a lot of marriages end because they spend too much money on their mm-hmm. wedding. That'd be the um, first fight. Talking right. about the money. And like I do. Now, uh, what about that bill we had that came through? All right. You still want to be able to pay your bills. All right. So if you if your wedding gonna get in the way of paying your bills, then you need you to scale down. Yeah. Like it don't gotta be who is you trying to impress? Like y'all just trying to get married. Yeah. Like, it's not about a lot of people do their weddings because they trying to impress everybody else, like Oh, I had this, this and that, and this, and look mm-hmm. how extravagant this was. Like I didn't, I didn't care about none of that. Like we didn't even. Really I don't have think. To ha- yeah, have I wouldn't say I didn't care about none of that, but it definitely was to like a min, a real like minimum. It was like, yeah, we trying to do stuff to make us happy, right. and that's the main thing. Like it's a celebration of us, right. like whoever's getting married, not a cele. Like we're not really trying to please. The people that are coming to the wedding, right. if they love you, they gonna come and support you. They gonna do whatever right. you want. But exactly. yeah, not caring about other people's opinion is definitely like top on your list when you're trying to have plan right. a wedding. Because if you can't, if you worried about everybody's opinion, mm, good luck. All right. <laughs> so that would go into um, us when we were trying to figure out like the catering. Yeah. Catering, yeah. Yeah. Like, we, it was, like, deciding the catering, that's another big thing you gotta, after the venue, and the venues, like, catering. Because you need to know what everybody, and you gotta know how much, uh. Food to get. Right. All right. And how much it's gonna cost for each person. Because some people do, like, it by a plate. Right. That's catering and attendance together. So we can talk about that together. Yeah. So... We uh we was calling so many places and like going online, trying to figure out so many places and we was uh, our theme was a New Orleans theme. Yeah, because we had just went to New Orleans for your right. niece uh graduation. Yeah, we went to New Orleans May twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a funny thing. We gotta talk about that a whole nother <laughs> episode. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> so, man. So, um, New Orleans is definitely right, that um, Kirk Franklin concert. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely <sighs> the wildest place I've yeah. been to, to be honest. Actually, That's it's the like, wildest place for yeah, sure. definitely for I've sure. I've never been in no place like that. Like, anything go like, yeah, it was, crazy. it was really, they really should change New Orleans to Sin City instead right. of Vegas. Right. <laughs> Vegas, we went to Vegas too, and yeah, it was nothing like New Orleans. No, no, it wasn't. Well, let, we, let's get back to that. We can talk about. We gonna talk about don't trips on uh, another episode. Yeah, yeah. 
But so the thing for the wedding was um, New Orleans, um, kind of Mardi Gras a little right. bit, but um, we were trying to find places to cater for the wedding, and because initially we were trying to do like seafood boil type of thing, yeah. But when that we was... seen the price <laughs> of that, oh, I said no. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> we yeah. cannot do that. So we just went with the closest thing to it. But it was hard for our families to accept that we wanted to do, like, chicken etouffee and uh, crawfish etouffee with rice and stuff. They was like, what? Yeah. Like, I remember your mom being like, like, no, we need, like, fried chicken. Yeah. <laughs> we need some spaghetti, some uh, lasagna, something, like, greens. Like, you need real food. That's she was like, you need real food at the wedding. And we really stuck to our guns to, like, yeah. no, this is what the theme is going to be. Right. And this is what we want. So, I mean, we had options for, like, people that were vegetarian. Right. So Because it was uh, vegetarian uh, with no stuff that had no meat in it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Uh, but they was all the little etouffees type Yeah, of. and it was a buffet style. So right. that's another thing when you're planning a wedding. You got to figure out how you want to feed the people because... A lot of these places, you paying $35, 40 sometimes $50, $60 a plate, depending on how much you want to go up. Right. And if you got a guest list, how many people did we end up having? Like 150. Yeah, 150 people. You add that up, mm-mm. Yeah. You need to do a buffet. You got to pay for that staff, coming and yeah. serving people and all that tips after that all right yeah it's a lot so you really want to look into probably finding a family member that right. <laughs> that can throw down of, we have a lot of family <laughs> help and i appreciate our family and friends oh if we didn't have like the family that helped with the wedding oh this this wedding could have easily been i don't even know right <laughs> yeah it could have been easily been up in the twenty, thirty thousand dollars range. Oh, yeah. If we didn't have family and helping and stuff like, if you got family members that uh, DJ, family members that do catering, makeup, yeah. uh, barber, use that. <laughs> you use need that. you need to use every all your resources uh, when it comes to planning the wedding. If you want to stay in that budget, and you know. You don't want to have those arguments at the end. So. And, um, so then, but then people, afterwards, people enjoyed, they really enjoyed the food. Like they the did. catering people called yeah. me, like, and we had some people come from your wedding come to the store. Uh, yeah. Oh, we didn't even say what we end up, uh, going yeah, with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we <laughs> end up, uh, going with Yats. Right. So if you know, if you're in Indianapolis, I don't know where else they at, but. Yeah, I don't know. They're I'm in sure a couple they, states, yeah, though. Yeah, I'm sure they had a lot of yeah. other places. But, yes, uh, if you ever had their food, like, it's really good. We eat there all the time. We mad the one by the house is closed yeah. <laughs> right now. But they didn't survive COVID. <laughs> um, but, like, that's a really good spot. Like, they bread. It's fire. really the bread. Yeah, that bread It's fire. the Cajun garlic bread. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have... I have ordered that bread, like, just for, like, regular meals. Like, if I was making some, like, 
spaghetti or some lasagna or some pasta or something from the house and I didn't feel like you know going to to the store to get the uh, regular Texas toast bread that you get or swing by yet to get that Cajun mm-hmm. top it off yeah so people end up liking it if people didn't like it we didn't care right <laughs> <laughs> so, and you didn't you didn't buy your plate yeah so. Oh, and then like that end up being, I think that end up being like seven, eight dollars per person when you do it like buffet style and you kind of calculate how much, uh, like how many pans you need of the rice or the etouffee. Like end up being like seven, eight dollars per person, which saved us a lot too. Right. Because now it's like we not versus a fifty dollar plate. Right. You only eating for eight dollars. That's. And you got enough. And yeah. You was full. Yeah. Like, it went like you rent. Like, you eat that piece of chicken that's probably not even cooked that good for $50 a plate. Right. <laughs> you know? Oh, I've been to I've been to some weddings and to some um, events where... Right. It went right, yeah. Black person did not make that chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> and they did not make the Kool-Aid right. because the Kool-Aid always be watered down. For real. And, um... Yeah, so yeah, got to enjoy that, um, and then that go back to us calculating our guest list. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, we had a huge wedding party. We did, which was like thirty people. That's already <laughs> out our guest list. We all, we had to max at one fifty. Yeah, so that was thirty people out. All my friends, I got off top. Yeah, friends. we got a whole bunch of friends and our family. So. Yeah, so that is the big thing, trying to figure out who to invite to your wedding. Um, not everybody got to be there. That's what you just got to know. Like, and, and they got to <laughs> understand that too. Like, so it's like for sure we gonna have like our family and stuff. Like, it's a lot of times like people really want to you know get come invited to weddings, but they don't know the whole process. Everything It's like it, I don't have enough more people to invite. I can't invite everybody I know. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. We we cool, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't come visit me at the hospital type of thing. Like, Dang. No, I'm saying, like, <laughs> it'd be people who, like, just random be like, yeah. hey, why I ain't go to the wedding? Like, I ain't talked to you in 15 years. I had people <laughs> at my job that was like, you gonna invite me to the wedding? I'm yeah. like, um, no. Yeah. I'm actually not. <laughs> For real. Yeah, that's that's a just another thing uh and and then when you start going through your family we was already at basically 150 yeah like, it was like we once we get out with our family cool and like i'm the type of person like and a lot of people not like this like i'm so understanding on everything like if i'm not invited mm-hmm. somewhere like i know you got a reason it ain't because you hate me like i don't know nobody who hates me yeah. And if you do, that's oh, your fault. Like, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. So, like, it's got to be a reason. A reason why you're not invited yeah. to something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you got to think about people's situations. Like, some people don't, can't afford to f- go all over the place. To, what if we had a wedding in Italy or something? Like, people, you got to know who to invite. Like, everybody, right. you don't want to hurt people that can't By having this, like, like, they can't afford to go. Right. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes people feel pressured to do something. Yeah. Like, I, like it's cool. Like, I get it. Like, don't worry about that. Like, that's me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, like, look, I can't 
that show do this, fam. Like, I can't. I can't. I got, I'm too busy, <laughs> or I, I gotta. I can't afford that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta just communicate that with people. Like, or um, like it just could just be you versus like they uncle they ain't seen in twenty years. Yeah. Like, like yeah, maybe we went to school together. Maybe we worked together, but like I ain't seen my uncle in twenty years. Right. So and you definitely know. gonna go over that person. Right. Yeah, so Some don't people trump your invitation, <laughs> right? And I was not mad when people was like, "Oh, I can't make it," because I right. think we actually was did it on Fourth um, of July weekend for that very reason. We yeah. was like, "Yeah, people could just be like, oh, I can't make it. I got plans already.' Because then you can just say, "Oh, well, they can't make it.'" Right? Yeah, you want to try to cut down that guest list because sure. at the end of the day, it's all about. Your pockets, and yeah. Yeah. If I was guaranteed every guest was gonna bring me a hundred dollars, right? Oh, <laughs> then yeah. that's different. You know what I'm saying? Because some people don't. You ain't don't they bring don't, a gift. Yeah, they don't bring a gift. So, and you didn't spend all this money, right? And yeah, they just came to eat yeah. and to have a good time and a drink, right? Yeah. So. And that's another thing that we did too. We bought all the alcohol yes. for the wedding. Open bar. Yeah. Right. We bought we bought it at Kroger. We went to what's the other places we went to? Um Kroger, um, the liquor store. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we just bought Moet. a whole whole bunch of wine. We had all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah, we did get the Moet and stuff. Yeah, so that was a big uh like cost effective thing to do is yeah. to just Get on top of the food, I forgot. We bought all the alcohol. <laughs> yeah, on top of the food, we bought all the alcohol. Yep. And then um, we had one of our friends, you know, kind of be like a little bartender, yeah. which really helped too. Because then, like, we didn't, because all these other venues, like, you have to pay for these people to come. Right. Find somebody that's going to be willing to do that for you. Tell them they can they have a little tip tips. jar yeah. and they can keep all the tips. But yeah, that was another thing. Just you want to think of ways to be cost effective. Like you don't want to just be spending money, and you can find ways to do stuff cheaper. Right. Like the photographer that we got, he really was up and job. coming. Yeah. Like we didn't get no like some of these photographers in Indianapolis was like trying to charge a lot, like yeah. to take a couple of pictures for a couple hours. I'm like, oh no. Yeah, it was. Taxing, like, and when I get it though, like some people value, it's different. Like they feel like they done this for so long, like mm-hmm. that's what they've been getting paid. Like if that's your price, I ain't trying to talk you down. Like that's your price. I'm just gonna find somebody yeah, else. Yeah, find you know somebody else to do it. Like, cause that's your worth. So I get it. Like I, I'm the same way. Like that's my price. That's, if you don't like it, you know, find somebody else. And I, ain't, I don't feel no type of way. And that's how I, I tell them. Like, and but some people be. Getting their feelings like, oh, you ain't trying to give me blah blah blah. Like, what? Like, you don't want to pay my prices. Like, yeah, like that's like I ain't. It ain't no beef between us. It's just that's too much for me, and I'm gonna find somebody else that can do the same thing, yeah. <laughs> but a little cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's business. So let's get into the managing your stress during the wedding. Yeah, man. Like, how do you think we manage our stress through the during the wedding? <laughs> that week of the wedding, we was at the bar 
at least four days. <laughs> oh my god, that's it. Sounds real bad to say, but we were going to the bar a lot. Cause you just get so overwhelmed with just, like, like we, stuff to do. We were just it was some days we were just like we'll start planning stuff and then we was like, well, let's just go out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes you need that break too. Yeah, like it did help self care. Yeah, it did help. Yeah. Not necessarily self care by going to the bar. Right, it's don't other drink, way. <laughs> don't drink yo for your self care, but we were just having a good time. <laughs> we was partying. Yeah, we, we was, was off work. Like yeah. I ain't had to work. For the whole week. Yeah, we was just taking that time to really, really get mm-hmm. stuff done. But a lot of stuff we were planning to get it done, and then you just need that sh- that stress like break. Yeah. And we just had to go, you know, grab a couple Long Islands. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It was at the wing place and stuff. Kilroy. Um. We also uh, bought a lot of our own. Decoration stuff too. We did. And we made stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we we did a lot of self sufficient things. The DIY yeah. people call it DIY stuff. Yeah, we did do a lot of DIY and stuff. And I that's helpful too when it's helpful for on the price wise, but it's also like you get what you want. Like mm-hmm. for real, for real. Like yep. this is what I want and this is how I like it. Like I want it positioned this way. Like sometimes you get like wedding planner and people and like we we had a wedding planner Kinda. <laughs> oh Lord. We kinda had a wedding planner. <laughs> we ain't gonna really uh We had a couple people we yeah. had okay, it let's was say a mix of people that was let's say about. we didn't have a wedding planner. We had people that helped. We had a lot of people that helped. It wasn't yeah. just one person. Right. It wasn't just one effort. But we had people do different things. Yeah. Um, and that helps with the process of you assigning stuff to different people and kinda coordinating with them. Right. What to uh, what to make or how you want things, but I feel like we could. I feel like on that side it could have been a little bit more organized. Yeah, because it was kind of chaotic a little yeah. bit. Which yeah. let's just talk about the wedding day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's just talk about the wedding day. Um. Let's talk so, about. Yeah. The night before the wedding. Well, that's gonna be on a whole nother. The actual night gonna be on a whole nother episode because that's <laughs> a long night. So basically, I had my bachelor party the night before the wedding. Yeah. And I do not recommend that for anybody <laughs> who is getting married. Do not have your bachelor party before the night of the wedding. Like I was, I was just messed up, man. I was messed up, and it felt like everybody in the whole city knew. That I knew was di- was coming around and people I didn't know and they were just buying me drinks everywhere I went. Like I promise I did not make it past midnight. I don't know where I was at. <laughs> oh Lord. I didn't oh, make it past Lord. midnight. Uh but I, I appreciate my friends taking care of me and uh I appreciate them too because you made it to the wedding. I okay? did. I made it you to the wedding. There, so <laughs> the morning of the wedding, I'm like, man, I feel terrible. Like I like I know I'm feeling terrible, like but I was up. I got dressed, cool. Uh, my friend Vic, he drove. He, uh, I can't remember who was on the car with us. Maybe like see, it's still a blur. Right. Oh lord. I think Law was in the car with us and somebody else. So we uh, first of all, before I left, I grabbed two garbage bags. 
or not even garbage bag, the little grocery bag. I'm like, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I, I this big new car, he had a new car. I'm like, let me just, let me just take these two bags in case something happens. As soon as we pull up to the venue, I'm like, we turn in the corner, like about to get. I'm like, man, I gotta throw up. I gotta throw, open up the bags, like, oh my, throw up. And like, as soon as we pull up. And big part of the car opened the door and just started throwing up in the bag. That was the first time I threw up. Oh. I'm like, I'm like, Seth still ain't make it there. Seth, my best man, he still ain't got there yet. I'm like, Seth, man, pick up like a Pedialyte, like Gatorade, something. I need some. <laughs> need some for yeah. some energy to get you through. I need to get me right. So I had to. Uh, I was. I started drinking that. Like all my friends around, it's hot. It's already hot. Like we we get married in July outside. It was. The hottest day yeah, the hottest. of the year, okay? <laughs> like, and I was just praying that, because before, like, planning a wedding, it was saying it was going to rain most majority yeah. of the day. Yeah. And I'm, like, all the way up to the wedding, I'm like, please, Lord, like, please, Lord, like, just make this day hot. And I did say that, though. Yeah. And that's why you got to watch what you pray for, right. because. God going to give it to you. Oh, he, it was so hot. Yeah, so we got in the car. Uh, maybe I'll. You no, know, we had some hiccups. We'll get into that in a little bit at the day of the wedding day, like the ceremony. And um, so I was like 15 minutes go, 15, 20 minutes go by, and I throw up again. Uh, so it's like the second time I threw up. And then uh, I see like, uh, so Amia and all you, y'all. All the bridesmaids and everybody get there. Yeah, know. we had a. Um, my mom actually uh, rented a, rented a trolley because mm-hmm. uh, if you ever been to um, New Orleans, New Orleans, I could not think. I'm like, where? <laughs> if you ever been to New Orleans, they have a lot of trolleys that you can take. So mama rented a trolley, and uh, we all came in on the trolley. So you talking about like when we pulled up? Yeah. First of all, let me just say the day of the wedding, the night of the wedding, I didn't sleep like at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't drink like barely anything. I was just focused. Like I was like, <laughs> yes, like I'm getting married tomorrow. Yeah. I need to focus. And all like through that night, I was just replan like, did we get this? Did we like are the decorations gonna be there on time? Mm-hmm. Did I leave this at home? Like, that was just all, everything was just running to What time the girl going to come do my makeup? Is, is my hair going to be okay? Like, just kind of just worrying while you was, you know, out partying. <laughs> all right. So, y'all get there. Uh, they made sure that I can see you. So, all, of, uh, all my groomsmen and everybody uh, started going up there. They, Seth kept me back by the, uh, where we was at, and it was like a portland over there. So, right before we about to go up, they tell us that we ready. I had to turn around and I had to throw up again. Oh my god! Third time, <laughs> third time I threw up again. And this time I'm like, no, I had my my shoes was fire. I'm trying to make sure I ain't throwing up on my shoes. I had the purple shoes with the little gold on it. Uh, so you know, colors was purple and gray. Like mm-hmm. my shoes were fire. So I'm like trying to make sure I'm throwing up my shoes. And I threw up last time. So. Him in the back, he like giving me this pep talk. Seth really got me through. <laughs> he like, he like, come on, you got this. Like, 
you can't do this, fam. Like, you got to make it through this wedding. Like, you got to make it. Like, you can do it. Like, he, he hit me with the whole preacher vibes. Like, he laying hands on me. <laughs> Seth was laying hands on me and revived me back to life. You know what I'm saying? I came back, Gucci. So, we finally make it up there. They keep you. I think you had to stay on the trolley or something. Yeah, he came. Past. Seth came on the trolley and was like, he was just in go mode. Like, yeah. I know he he do a lot of things, but if you need somebody to get you through a wedding or like an event or something, he is the guy. Like he got many talents, but that's one of them though. Right? Because he came on there, he like sis, you look you look beautiful, you look gorgeous. Cody, ready? I'm talking about didn't mention. I guess at this point you didn't threw up like right. twice already. Right. Didn't mention nothing. Was like everything gonna be cool. I need you to stay right here. In this spot because you know we want to uh, keep you up here. Why, Cody? Yeah, he was on it. Yeah. I don't think it sounded like the wedding would have not gone so smoothly if we didn't have Seth there. Yeah, it was a team effort. <laughs> we had a bunch of people who stepped in and did stuff. Er- really, everybody like everybody. Mm-hmm. I know uh, my, everybody. All my friends. Oh, had me, everybody was doing had me stuff. Right. Yeah, everybody was over there getting me right. Like cool. Like. I needed, I needed everybody. Like, I needed everybody. Yeah, but we needed everybody, too, because yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, like, later, after the fact, we found out that our, like, family members and everybody was helping set up stuff. Right. Cause it like, helping the up, DJ stuff. Like, yeah. So that was that's the issue I said we ran into, the hiccup we ran into. Like, yeah. we didn't even know this until, like, a week after the wedding. Yeah. Like, nothing was set up. Like, they didn't set up the stuff we needed. Or the decorations at the at the uh, wedding outside wedding parties, mm-hmm. and they did it like in like twenty fifteen minutes. Yes, I'm talking about like guests that was coming, like my brother, uh, other family members was just like helping out, and then by the time by the time I came walking down, you know, right. everything looked great, yeah. <laughs> like nothing had happened. Yep. So we um we had the. Uh, so basically, you know, we all lined up. We going to the whole ceremony. Uh, it was beautiful, everything. Like, yeah. uh, like you guys see the pictures and everything. Like, if you hear the podcast and want to see some of the pictures, like, let us know. Like, we probably put them out on a on a video too. But we already been releasing a lot of pictures since the since the wedding. Right. Yeah, but, but everything, everything was, was beautiful. beautiful. Yes, and and I remember. You was beautiful. Oh, you know, thank you, babe. <laughs> I was so nervous. My dad, like, so we had different songs that people came down to uh, at the wedding. And I knew, like, obviously I knew, like, when people was walking because I was like, oh, it's the song. So I just, every song, like, after every song came, I was, like, getting more nervous. I'm like, dad, like, it's hot. Like, I just thought my makeup was just messed up because yeah. it was so hot that I was like, okay, my makeup just got to be messed up. Your makeup artist. Yes. Jazzy gloss. Yeah, we used to her son. We used to have in our camp that when we used to work at the Y. Uh huh. And our Y stories we told in the first episode. <laughs> right. He was one of the good kids yeah. though. Yeah, he was uh, super funny. Mm-hmm. We had a good time. So. Um. So you, you were talking about you were nervous with your makeup. Yeah, I was nervous. Um, that it was, I was just looking a mess, and my dad like my dad was so chill. 
And you would think that, like, I'm his only daughter. He ain't ever done this before that he would be, you know, kind of nervous and stuff. He was like, it's fine. We about to do this. You about to walk down. Everything going to be cool. And I'm like, no, no. Like, I hear them walking down. It's almost our turn to go. He was just keeping me calm. But I was so nervous. And I had to walk down pretty far, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the wedding was beautiful. I was boo-hoo crying. Mm -hmm. Vows yeah. yeah. Oh, the vows. That's another thing I was going to mention. You write, I wrote out like everything that I was going to say to you and said probably like barely no, nothing that I wrote down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't even get through it. Yeah. So like you spend all this time writing vows and it's like by the time if you don't have like a phone or like a paper to pull out, you're not going to remember none of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just basically freestyle most of it mm-hmm. I, I remember some of what i said and then i just spoke from my heart yeah. um but that also take me back to i guess we go back a little bit to uh us getting our officiant for the wedding oh yeah we missed we missed talking about that yeah so we we uh went through like two two or three mm. I would say, two, like, two. I would two. say two, yeah. Two. Um, and this, uh, so this kind of just play out of, like, uh, like our religions. Mm-hmm. So, Amiya is Muslim. I'm Christian. So, we was have an issue finding officiants who would do, like, the wedding and not basically trying to Either they felt some type of way or trying to convert the other person to do something else. I wouldn't say convert. I think we are more of a, which we can talk about in a deeper episode. We are more of an open-minded individuals when it comes to. I want to say we want like be devout. Yeah. Well, uh. Maybe I need to look at the definition. I don't want to say that we, that we are not devout, but I would just say we don't. We're not closed minded as far as right. like this is the only, only thing, thing yeah. that we need to go by, and this is how it needs to be done. We were more inclusive as far as um, how we was gonna do the wedding. Right. So we wanted it to be essentially both. Right. We wanted to respect uh, your family and how you grew up. You know, going to church and respect my family as going to the match did. Right. And we just wanted everybody to feel comfortable. Yeah. I guess so. That is kind of playing into your, but your family comfort levels versus like somebody outside of your family is different when it comes to planning the wedding. Mm-hmm. You kind of do want to think about your family right. in the aspect of like religion right. a little bit. But then all of that went out the window. Yeah. We did yeah. our own thing with that too. Yeah. We was like, we just gonna find this lady off of uh, Instagram. Yeah. And <laughs> we gonna pay her and just have her come. And it is almost better because then you can tell neutral. them how you want the wedding to yeah. be and what you want them to say. And yeah, it turned out fine. You know, she pronounced my name wrong but i didn't feel no type of way about it 
Now my guests probably did. Yeah. But. So you can correct it after everybody was like, I'm here, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I didn't feel the type of way. We paid her. She came and did her job. Uh, she stayed later than right, what she was supposed we was to. Behind. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. So that was that was interesting journey, and like people was like, and some of the like officials was like feeling bad, like they couldn't when they were saying like they couldn't do it. Well, like like no, we like no, nah, it's cool. Yeah, like, they was like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, like apologizing yeah. for their beliefs. Yeah. That's one thing. Like we would never want anybody to apologize for what they believe in. It right. just didn't work out right. um, for this situation. Like, yeah, don't like apologize for... Yeah, be who you supposed to be. Like, yeah. don't change for people if you're not doing nothing wrong. Yeah, or if you don't feel comfortable yeah. with doing something, you feel like that's going to compromise your relationship with God because everybody has their own oh. individual relationship with God. True. Or whoever you believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't... Don't let me jeopardize that. Whatever you got going on, you keep that going. If it's, you know, working for you and it's keeping you going, like, don't apologize for that. We was cool. We was like, you know, thank you for considering it. We're going to move on to this next uh, person. Yeah. No hard feelings. (laughs) So now, uh, so we go through the ceremony, blah, blah, blah. We can take in the pictures, like. We didn't you taking get to, pictures. Yeah, we took some, <laughs> and we didn't get to go through all the pictures we wanted to take because, in middle of the one of the group pictures, I felt like I had thrown up again. I had ran. Yes, and this is can. the moment because you held it together yeah. for a while through the whole wedding. Well, yeah, from yeah. the beginning, but this is when I knew. I was like, oh, oh, he is really messed up. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't know. I didn't know until like while we were taking the pictures, and he was like looking kind of sick and i don't think the heat helped helped at all like i don't think the heat helped the heat helped at all so yeah i ran to the garbage can i ain't had nothing left to throw up i just it was gagging everybody like oh my dad my dad my dad my is so funny he came to me like don't worry about nothing what they saying don't don't care about them like gave me a pep talk i was like daddy it's cool like I don't, if if somebody is saying something, I really don't care. Yeah. But I was cool. I, ain't, it was, I didn't throw up. At no that more. point, it was just it was funny because like yeah. we had already like now had that would have happened like at the uh at the ceremony. Yeah. Because oh, I don't know. I would have been embarrassed. Yeah. See, it was afterwards. Yeah. Because I would. Yeah. I'm, thank God that that right. that didn't happen thank because. Yeah, I don't know so how I would have felt about that, but we, you made uh, it, baby. I made it. <laughs> we uh, we end up just after that. We didn't even go back to finish the pictures. Everybody was just like, "All right, come on." Everybody was hot. They yeah. wanted to go. Yeah. So we was like, "All right, we about to head over to the reception place." Um, I got some uh, Gatorade. Oh, we was supposed to another thing. Okay, so another thing that we uh, did to save uh, the cost of getting a limo and limousine and stuff. We had everybody just drive and we were going to do like a, um, what was it called? The luxury, luxury, like Lyft or Uber. I can't remember which one, (laughs) but we were going to do that, but we ended up not even doing that. We ended up hopping in somebody's car and just driving over to the, uh, the reception venue, which saved money too, because we didn't need to spend money on that. 
Uh, we just getting a ride. Like, we just trying to get older. I ain't trying to impress. Yeah. Pull up, like, I don't own this limousine. Yeah, limousine. <laughs> yeah. Or I, I thought about getting, like, an old school car or something. Yeah. That like, we would have got, like, we was going to do, like, a rental type of thing. But, like, we was going to rent something luxury. Mm-hmm. And that would have been cool. But they end up not having anything available for us to get. Yeah. So, we just was like, cool, like. You know what I'm saying? We'll just do the, like, we'll just call a luxury Lyft yeah. the, or Uber. But we end up not even doing that. We yeah. end up hopping in uh, my friend's car and went over to the venue, which was fine. All right. Like, you have to know the wedding day, everything is not going to go as planned. And you just mm-hmm. got to go with the flow. Right. It's happening. So, and then it start once we got in the car, headed to the uh, reception, it start pouring down rain and like yeah, hard, hard, fast, like right after we got in the car. So though, like everybody just got uh, got out of the wedding place. And yeah, then, like we barely made it. Out of- yeah, and it and it's supposed to be really good luck for it yeah. to rain on your um, wedding day. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, you know, God, He waited awesome. until after, yeah. and He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna give you this heat. Yeah. You asked for this heat." Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm still gonna give you this spray. Right. <laughs> so now we pull up uh, to the reception hall, and we are the we have everybody uh, in the party, the wedding party, gather in the back. Mm-hmm. It was like in the, the back, the kitchen area. In the kitchen area, we had um, our friend Jasmine call everybody's name and get that kind of organized with um introducing our bridal party the wedding party that was called wedding party wedding party i said bridal party (laughs) introduce our wedding party and the little difference the djs had like the song that they was coming out to and me and dakota actually made up like a small (laughs) dance dance routine yeah dance routine for us to come out to, which was really funny when we were practicing before the wedding, <laughs> trying to get the moves about. down. It was so funny uh, watching Dakota try to get these, learn these new. Um, so you're trying to talk about me doing the African dance. Yeah, it was so funny because you just didn't, you wasn't getting that phrase, but then you got it. Yeah, but we, it was just uh, that one move. I couldn't do that one move. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. I actually don't know what it's called either. I'm sure when we were learning it, we were. Yeah, what you know the move, uh, uh, Childish Gambino did in the "This Is America" video, <laughs> where he like swinging his arms and the leg. That move, I could not do that. Move. Yeah. <laughs> but you end up getting it. It was really cute, and then we had um, like ones that we were throwing out. Man. We wanted, so this did not go as planned. Yeah. Okay, so we was we like, got, we gonna this, get. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> This is we never told nobody this. Uh, we never told our friends this in the wedding party either. So they, nobody knew. Yeah. But we about to tell y'all now. They didn't know what. About the the money thing. About go ahead tell them. Oh okay. So we got these ones, and you know, for the dance purposes, you know, Dakota was throwing on on me while I was dancing, and then we were like throwing it to our wedding party because they got up. And, you know, start dancing. So we throwing them, them these ones. Originally, the idea was like, okay, like this is money for them to pick up. Right. 
really for anybody to pick up. It yeah. really didn't matter. But it was not supposed to go back to us. Yeah. <laughs> it was TJ. TJ started picking up the money and collecting it. <laughs> I appreciate you, TJ. He started picking up the money, collecting it, and, and giving it back. And we was like, no, nah, that's for y'all. But Yeah, but we still yeah, kept we it, We was like, though. all right, cool. <laughs> We're going to keep our money. <laughs> but, yeah, they were supposed to pick it up and, like, each person was supposed to, like, get a couple dollars or whatever. But I guess traditionally, like, we were trying to do, like, that tradition of, like, throwing money at the wedding. Yeah. But traditionally, um, the guests are supposed to do that. And then you, you do collect the money. So, okay. so we just... We was just backwards. Fake gave the money to ourselves. <laughs> basically. But we was trying to give it to our wedding party. Yeah, that didn't go. That yeah, didn't yeah. go as planned. But we still kept it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Right. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Yeah, that was funny. Um. So, yeah, we, uh, I'm still, like, trying to, re- like, I didn't even really recover for real <laughs> until, like, halfway through the reception. And then I finally got life back. Like, at the beginning, I was just like, Lord, I couldn't, I didn't eat. I couldn't eat. I took, like, one bite of the food. Yeah, that's another thing, too. Like, I didn't eat that much either. Yeah. Like, you just don't feel like eating. And a lot of we, a lot that. of pic- pictures, a lot of videos we watched about, like, wedding, planning and stuff, they always, like, I always saw that they said that, like, you barely eat. Yeah. So, because people want to take pictures and right. stuff like that, and it's, like, different stuff happening. So, you barely eat. But I did appreciate I think our friends and family, they, like, Brung us a plate over. Yeah, it was like, first. yeah, it was like eat, but we didn't I eat that eat. much. My stomach wasn't acting right. Yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't even that it was like I had to throw up anymore. It was just like you know how you get that, you got that hangover feeling. Just you just trying to recover at that point. But um, yeah. So we started doing the pictures and all and that we stuff. did the um, I danced with. My dad, you dance with your mom. Mm-hmm. It's really sweet. And then um, we did the bouquet toss. And two of my friends actually caught the bouquets. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, one of them ended up catching it, uh, April. And, um, yeah, so April it, April got it. But Mary so snatched that mug up. Yeah, April fell. Yeah. And Mary picked it up. Yeah. Mary actually ended up um, getting engaged after right. that, too. So, it was yeah. kind of, like, ironic. Like, oh. Yeah. It worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody worked. So, yeah. so then, it might work if you catch it. Right. <laughs> so, then, um, and I did the the gardener toss, right? Gardener, yeah. Gardener. Gardener. Uh-huh. Not gardener. Gardener. <laughs> uh, so, I did the gardener toss. We had to do it twice. Yes. Because <laughs> the first time. I threw it. It uh, me and mom caught it, like, <laughs> and, and I didn't even know. And then everybody was like, "No, Seth ran over there trying to snatch it back." Yeah, why my mom catch? And like, why you even had your hands up to catch it? That was so funny. She like, "No, nah, my daughter. Yeah, no, you can't." Yeah. That, that came off funny. of her leg. Give me that. <laughs> that was funny though. I still got that video because um, we was doing the our famous SSO slide. Shout out SSO. That's a so slide. It's a signature move. Like anywhere we go, you know that's the slide. You mm-hmm. gotta hit the slide every time. So shout out to the crew. But then uh, Delvin ended up. Uh, yeah, he got it. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, 
Second time we tossed mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But Seth got it the first time. No, he took he it from your mama. To. Oh. That's how he ended up having it. And he gave it back to me, so he did it again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so then, you know, the night going, uh, we partying. Like, this was, this was my main focus of the wedding. Like, I just wanted it to be a party because that's all we did. Like, my friends, like, we threw parties, and I just wanted to have a party. So it was a vibe. Like, the DJs was good. Shout out to the DJs. Mm-hmm. Like, we had got these glasses made for everybody. We got their names on them at the wedding. The women had wine glasses, mm-hmm. and all the men had, like, cocktail glasses, and we got glasses for our uh, DJs, too. Yeah, it was just a thing, like, people that was, like, actually a part of the, like, planning of the wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was that was dope. Uh, well, yeah, well, we was just partying, uh, having a good time. Uh, I had to get a dance with my sister, uh, Kiana. They had a traumatic experience right before they did. <laughs> the wedding. And uh, somebody had uh, broken the car. And stole all their stuff. Their clothes, all of their stuff, but, like, obviously they had their clothes in there. They were going to wear it to the wedding. Right. Inside the suitcases. So, it was just, it was, they had to do a lot. But we was glad that they made it look nice. It still was in the wedding colors. Yeah. Like, how y'all even do that? (laughs) Right. Matched everything. Yeah. So, but just to go like throw go back a little bit to the wedding planning thing when she that was the day before, and she called me, mm-hmm. and I said like she might not be able to she wasn't gonna be able to make the wedding. Our sister she was all, like real, like it was a traumatic experience like should have been, but you know my sister she, you know get real emotional and stuff. So she called me and like told me this, and I'm like I'm already stressing over the getting trying to get everything with the wedding. The uh, wedding and everything together, and I just dropped the phone. Like, on yeah, the- I'm looking at you like you was on the phone, and I just saw your facial expression just like just change instantly. And I think my mom and dad and stuff. We were all sitting in the um, living room area, and I'm like, "What is happening? Like, why does he? Because your face just dropped." Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "Oh my goodness, who died? Because I thought somebody died." All right. All right. Until you got off the phone and you was like, you know, my sister, uh, car got broken into, I got clothes on. I was, I was relieved that it was just that, even yeah. though that was like kind of traumatic. But I thought, I really thought somebody died based yeah. on your facial expression. I was like, and I'm is real, everything like, okay? I just, and I, I really just don't like when stuff happen to people from other people causing it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I just felt other like people that. going into your space and yeah. taking stuff, and yeah. you really felt that like, why this happened? Yeah, yeah. So we, I'm glad they, you know, they made it. We had a good dance, and our uh, family was there. Shout out to the fam. We had a we had a really good time, really good party. Like the vibe was was everything. Like if you know any know anything about like our friends and crew, like. We everything is always a party, no matter mm-hmm. where we are. We all together. We all music. It's gonna be a good time, no matter what. Like I remember the DJs coming to me afterwards, like, 
I ain't never looked better than we ever been to. Like, I ain't, yeah. I ain't never been to no, like that. That was a party. And right? everybody was up dancing. Yeah. No, I got my da- dance partner, Joy, yeah. and Mary and Toysie. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was dope. Um, so we started um, breaking down the like tables and everything like because we had to be out there at a certain time so i'm like trying to get everybody to start <laughs> cleaning Leaving, up but everybody yeah. was still dancing yeah. so we ended up clearing clearing out everything like the all the tables and stuff like they we just supposed to put them on a rack and then they the people come and just push them back mm-hmm. and uh where they supposed to be at and like do all the other cleaning you remember the dj was like eat a cupcake yeah eat a cupcake because we still had a bunch of cupcakes, so cupcakes left yeah. over <laughs> he was on the he was on the mic like, eat a cupcake, eat a cupcake. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. <laughs> and um, so they did that song. Like, we still say that song to this day. Uh, and then, um, so everybody just still partying and stuff and having a good time. Like, even though we're supposed to be out of there soon. <laughs> like, we was over the time or whatever. Uh, they charge you for that too at other venues, not where we was at because, yeah. Right. yeah but we had a hookup. Um, so we uh, it was a good time. So we, you know, we getting all the gifts and everything, like you know, to put up. So to this day, we, <laughs> to this day, right? To this day, <laughs> we still do not know what happened to our Hennessy EXO that. My friend Delvin got us. Shout out yeah. to Del. We get Shout out to Del. We don't know what happened to the Hennessy XO. Never had we it. Never found out. Never where saw it, went, it. Where it was at. Somebody Whole took fifth. it. Black it was family. Expensive. That's what you need to know. The most. If you ain't getting nothing from this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> from this episode today, it's always the inside man. Yeah. <laughs> It's always the inside man. So I ain't go back to Billy Holiday and the, and, the, and the Judas and the Black Messiah. So, yeah. No, I'm just playing. No, we don't know what happened. Like we think we was trying to check the garbage can. Like somebody actually threw it away. But this was a gift. Okay, let's just yeah. talk about this. This alcohol was wrapped in a gift bag. Yeah. We seen like, it on one of the videos too. Like we like that's yeah. it. We was trying to do some investigation work and like look through the wedding videos to figure out when the bag went missing from yeah. the gift table. So, like I said, if you don't get nothing from this episode today and you planning a wedding, make sure you got somebody standing by them gifts. Right. Because if it's alcohol in there, it might become a missing. You might get drunk or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had uh, some Hennessy Black too that we was going to drink. Yeah. We know what happened in that one, though. Our, our friends tapped into that one. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Like, long <laughs> as you cool. know right. what happened. But, right. like, we just need to know. know what happened. Yeah. Like, that was cool. I wasn't tripping. And uh, everybody was everybody was faded because yeah. <laughs> it was open bar. So everybody just. Yeah. A couple of my friends got some stories about how they fit. They was like, man, I was messed up at your wedding. Right. right. I'm like, I know. <laughs> and one, though. Limits for real. Some people did get cut off. <laughs> we ain't gonna <laughs> say who got cut off. But some people got cut off. Uh, <laughs> and uh, well, there was a uh, we had a good time though for sure. And uh, so after the wedding, uh, like we said, we just took another Uber and we uh, oh went to the 
Do we want to talk about the Uber driver? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think we ever told nobody about this Uber driver, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey. Shorty tried to take us out. <laughs> Shorty tried to take us out, man. We was on. This lady was going like 100 miles per hour. Like, I don't know if she had something else to do. This is her last uh, ride of the day. She was flying the whole time. She ran like three lights and ran a light in front of a police officer. Police did not do nothing. We like, oh, damn, we finna get pulled over. Oh, my God. On our wedding, wedding night. Yeah, she was. I really wasn't paying attention that much, but I remember you, I remember her driving a little crazy. I was like, man, it's a little, it's a little bumpy, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, she, she was using her shocks on the car to the full extent. Yeah. Like. We was going up, down, circles, flying, yeah. like, it was crazy. And we finally get to the hotel downtown. We mm-hmm. stayed at the We stayed Alexander. at the Alexander. Yeah, super yep. nice. I got a nice suite uh, yeah. at the Alexander. But well, we stayed there. And then, like, most people, after they get married, they want to be alone. You know, they just want to have their time. We like, we want to go out with our friends. Yeah. Like, we ready to go out. Yeah. So we went out. Had a good time, some more drinks with them. I couldn't drink. Some I more. couldn't drink though. I took like one sip and I was like, I can't drink nothing. Oh yeah, I was drinking, which yeah. was a mistake <laughs> because the next day, right, was tragic for me. I was. It was like we flipped. Yeah. After the wedding, I was looking like how you was the day of the wedding, <laughs> throwing up everything in the morning. Yeah, but at least I waited to afterwards. Right. <laughs> So, uh, we had a wedding. Uh, we married now. So, our life after being married. Um, it's pretty much the same. It has, it's yeah. gotten better. I feel like we love... I don't know. And like We was already like living together and stuff like that. As far as, like, you know, you know some people had to move in together and blah, blah, blah. We just, I think our focus just changed a little bit to, you know, family. Yeah. Like building type of thing, building together type of thing. Um, You know, like, everybody always I think our love kind of increased, though. No, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Like, not that it wasn't, like, obviously it was already there. I just think it just, like, after being married, like, calling you my husband and... Uh us planning for the future and stuff like it just makes you just love that person even more because now you got like a lot more stuff to look forward to yeah 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 so we you know setting out plans because you know we want to get a house um so we working on that mm-hmm. uh, just just like another step forward uh everybody always asks us uh like when we gonna have kids like that, like yeah, I question. was like, we waiting. We gonna enjoy it. I was like, yeah. we gonna enjoy our marriage and just wait. You know, we gonna wait till till Cody turn thirty, and then we'll start thinking about kids. Yeah. And at the time, so how how old was you when we got married? I was twenty eight. Yeah, twenty eight. We like we'll wait till Cody thirty, and then we'll think about. 
starting a family and yeah. and we just gonna work on getting the house and building. I think yeah. we mentioned that in the vows too. Like that was what we were like looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh I did turn thirty in twenty twenty. Um, we all went to the cabins. We gonna talk about that trip. <laughs> In another yeah, episode, another episode. So I feel like we always talking about stuff that we can talk about another episode. Yeah. <laughs> it would be so much. It just be so much stuff that we can talk about. And those, that information is like a whole episode yeah. by itself. Yeah. It is. Um, but uh, on that trip. On that trip, we... Um... We conceived a child. Yes, we okay. did. <laughs> we did. The, we did. We didn't know that at the time. We did um, it. We was already planning on uh, having kids around that time. And yeah, like getting like getting started. Like, right, oh, we gonna started. actually, you know, commit to trying to have a a baby. And I felt like for so the time from you was twenty eight to you was thirty, we like kept kept telling people. We can wait till Cody turned 30. We can wait till Cody turned 30. Literally conceived a child the day after your birthday. Right. Which is just, (laughs) like we said earlier, you speak stuff into existence. Yeah. Yeah, We'll give you what you asked for. And you were just, you know, going through your process of, like, going to doctors just to check and stuff. Uh, To make sure everything was okay. Yeah, we're going to go into that. So, I um before we went on a trip. Before we went on a trip, I was just like, "Oh, I'm going to make an appointment cuz you know, we going to start planning." And I just saw so many videos of how you should start taking prenatal vitamins like a year before you get pregnant just to, you know, mm-hmm. make sure everything is up to par. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to go to the doctor and get everything checked out to make sure that I can even have kids, you know, because you just don't know. Right. Like, I ain't never For sure. went through this process. So I'm like, let me just make sure everything good up there so I can we can go ahead and get started. So I made the appointment before the trip. The appointment was after the trip. I go, you know, just to get checked out. They checked me out. She let me go. My doctor calls me like a few hours later. I was like, hey, Amia, um, we got, you know, we checked you out. And do you think you could be pregnant? Because it kind of looks like, you know, you could be, you know, have a little embryo in there. I was like, huh? (laughs) What? I'm like, no, no. She's like, I think you should go take a pregnancy test just to make sure. I'm like, okay. So I called Dakota, and I'm like, babe, my doctor, you know, I just want to go get a checkup. She's talking about go get a pregnancy test. I guess I'll go get one, but, you know, I don't think it's going to say that I'm pregnant. Like, we ain't really started trying to have a baby yet. Mm-hmm. So I go to the um, CVS, get the uh, pregnancy test. I also grabbed the prenatal vitamins. I was like, you know, I'm going to get this test. It's going to be negative. And then I'm going to grab the prenatal vitamins and start taking them because I'm supposed to be taking them for a year before, you know, you try to have a baby. 
And this is how you know I really wasn't that enthused to take the test because I waited till you got off work, which was really like pretty late at night. I was like, I'll wait till you get here and take the test. Lord, I took that test. I looked at you. You was like, babe, <laughs> you pregnant. I was like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. That was, um, that was happy. Um, you know what I'm saying? We, that, that was our goal. We, that wasn't, we didn't think it was going to happen that fast. Like yeah. That. Um, we know that's our first time, you know. So it was just, it was all just new. It was like, just a <laughs> so new, it's our first time, you know. <laughs> new feeling, uh, no thing. Uh, you, you, know, wanted, held, you wanted more time to, uh, <laughs> you wanted more time to, uh, yeah, it just happened too quick. <laughs> <laughs> it happened too quick. Uh, um, and we uh, end up holding on to it for a while, and then I think what when did we kind of start telling our family? Like uh, like a month, mm. two months or so, like a month in or two. It, it was like I it was almost it was, three months. It was maybe two two mm. months. Yeah. No, like a month and a half. A month and a half in, that's when we had told, I told my mom and stuff yeah. like that. Um, yeah, we waited, we waited surprised. a little bit to tell yeah. We FaceTimed my siblings, mm -hmm. and then we surprised our parents. So mm -hmm. we like brought them like gifts that yep. gave, them, gave them clues that it was going to be grandparent, another grandparent. Mm -hmm. That was pretty interesting. So... If you listen to the episode and you get uh, all the way part, to the end, <laughs> yeah, you would know that we had a surprise to let you guys know something. Yeah. Um, so I hope you listen uh, to the entire episode. Yep, and we are excited to, you know, be parents yes. and go on this new journey that I'm sure will lead to many more podcast episodes. <laughs> yes, we're going to have a lot of episodes about that. Um. <laughs> And yeah, I can, I just some days I just can't believe it. I'm like, oh, I have a a human in my stomach. Yeah. So <laughs> if if you've been asking me to go places and do stuff, and I've been telling you like, nah, I'm staying in. It's yeah. it's a part of coronavirus, mostly. Yeah. And the fact that I don't want to come back and my wife is pregnant and you know stuff going on, so yeah. we've been real cautious and. And I have not been on Instagram at all. Right. A couple of my friends was like, "Yeah, you've been, you've been MIA for a while." I'm like, uh, kind of pregnant. Right. <laughs> well, we appreciate you all uh, for tuning in for another episode of Bring It to the Table. Yep. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed us talking about topics we had and uh, wedding and all our stories uh, we love telling them they're hilarious uh, next episode uh, we're going to talk about uh, our New Orleans trip we're going to talk about the honeymoon trip in Vegas uh, and then also definitely an experience the first trimester yep 
with that being said, um, like always, every day is a good day. And there are no bad days. Make sure you all tune in to the next episode. And thank you for listening, listening to, to Bring It to the Table, the podcast.